Welcome everyone to the Upping Stash podcast. We actually have a show this week uh, with me. You got Beardo to my left. Beardo, how are you? Fan fucking tastic. And uh, Chitty, I didn't think he existed anymore. He is back. Chitty, how are you? I'm fucking fantastic. Yeah, being fantastic. What are we all and drinking? Glad, glad to be back. Oh, good to have you. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's been a minute. What's everyone yeah. drinking tonight? I'm just so, drinking water. I'm so yeah. old. Just water. Is that what I had to look forward to is being so old I drink water on a Friday night? Yeah. Damn, 40 must suck. It really <laughs> You know it doesn't suck? 29. I'm drinking whiskey on ice. <laughs> um 39 is still okay to me. I got grains of virtues, uh like the, the fruit stripe sour gum, the what do they call it? Zebra hypes. Yeah, zebra hypes. It's a zebra stripe gum inspired sour. For all you kids, uh, Zebra Stripe was a gum in the 90s. It had amazing flavor for about 30 seconds, and then it was no flavor gum. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, they as, a, as a beer, it tastes stuff. great, though. Good. Yeah, well, speaking of whiskey, I mean, uh, Beardo, didn't you, uh, didn't you have, like, some really good whiskey recently? I did. Uh, one of my coworkers went to Utah, and there's a little um, distillery there that they they get some whiskey from, and they brought me back some when they went a couple weeks ago, and I downed that bottle pretty quickly. It was gone in less than a week. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't generally drink during the week, but I drank that stuff. It was good. It was really good. I I only wish to know friends such as yours that are willing to let a, let their friends drink their very expensive whiskey. Right. Because I'd be holding it to myself. Maybe someday you'll have friends that good. I mean, I have, I have, I know I have a friend that makes the damn enough money to, to buy that whiskey. So must be talking right. about what a nice friend he is too. Yeah. Has such a glorious beard too. Uh-huh. <laughs> a very nice beard, you know, a very, very generous beard. That's huh. looking 40 year old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who you guys are talking about. <laughs> ugly 40 year old with a scraggly ass beard. <laughs> hey, I want to get us started, started on this topic tonight yes. because I am just upset about it. Which, no. which part? <laughs> the IRS <laughs> or allergies? <laughs> <laughs> uh the IRS. I don't really have too much uh problems with the with allergies, but uh the IRS I I got I got a bone to pick. Yeah. yeah. They're they're gonna be getting a pretty penny from me this year. So we, we did our taxes and, and it it seems we get we have a CPA mm. um because of um Mrs. Chitty's business and he takes care of it but it always tends to get done right at the last minute and mm-hmm. uh, it's been bothering me the last few years but n- neither here nor there i decided to up my uh my what do, what do they call them on your w2s your dependents mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. or your your whatever you're claiming i yeah. upped it so <laughs> they would take out less during the pandemic cuz we were stretched a little thin mm-hmm. and never changed it which means I was not, I was not paying in as much as I normally was, and mm-hmm. I expected it to be, you know, about a few thousand dollars. We got hit with almost not, a little over nine thousand. Mm. 
Yeah, it was not fun. No. And I, you know, it just kind of depleted the uh the old bank account and now we have no savings again. But, you know, I'm just fortunate we were able to refinance to be able to afford the bill for <laughs> Uncle Sam. He gets you everywhere. Doesn't that suck? You had to borrow against yourself. Just yeah, he got me on the refinance, and he got me on the uh, on, on the taxes again this year. So, and mm-hmm. I'll get my property taxes too. That's fantastic. <clears throat> yeah, I, I started. Yeah, welcome. Uh, <laughs> I, I started to do my taxes in February, and it was going good. Until I, uh, they asked me if I got any child tax credit money in the fall. And I absolutely did. And I remember at the time being told you have a choice whether it's accepted or not. And I accepted it because that's actually the money I used. Um, see, I bought some Niner tickets with it and also helped fund our uh, trip to Maui. So I have no regrets. But at the time before I entered that number, I was actually set to get some money back. I'm like, Sweet, I'm gonna keep this to myself, not tell nobody. Mrs. Eppy and I file our taxes separately. We always have. I was like, I'm gonna have some hush money. I just piss it all away. But I entered that number. I went from uh getting to giving, and then I had other things I had to enter in <laughs> some 1099s, and then it just started getting worse. And then I put my taxes off until um 50 like I cut five hours and 30 minutes from the deadline on Monday. So um, I don't have the money to pay them at the time, at this time. Um, they will get it eventually, probably about the time they start threatening to garnish my wages. <laughs> um, and what's even worse is like in, in at my work, <clears throat> we negotiated a new contract where uh, we can get extra stipends for covering extra territory. Yeah. And I've been covering extra territory, which would be worth 10%. But that doesn't kick in until June, even though I've been doing it since February. So I was, at first I thought, oh, that's okay. That extra stipend will be my gift from God, and I'll pay my uh, pay my uh, owed taxes from that. But you sound you sound like you're in the pretty similar situation to me. You know, we we were we were also kind of same same boat. You know, it's like we had the money and we just paid it because I don't, don't want to have to owe, but. I did. I didn't have. Um, fortunately, we just got a, like. For some reason, our district negotiated for like hero pay, um, mm-hmm. like late compared to everybody else. So we just all got a two percent bonus um, on top of. I think we ended up getting like five percent cola nice. back in the day. So, um, but anyways, I didn't have that at the time of you know paying. So we actually didn't pay until. Um, the next day after the deadline. Um, but I ended up putting it on my credit card just cause I knew I'd, I'd pay it off mm-hmm. before it would even hit the APR. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I, I can imagine it's like, if you, you know, if you really just didn't have the cash and uncle Sam comes through, you know, like that, that, I don't, I don't even think that they should have that credit card as an option because that could you know right. that could really mess some people up if they don't know what they're doing. But like it's already paid it's already paid off on my end. But man. but you can default on your credit card and not go to jail. You can't default with the government. That's and, true. And not go to jail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, they did charge an extra two percent. It was it was like one one and a half percent plus 
um, plus the the bill. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I will say this. I, I owed them state and federal pretty equally. Um, they're almost the same amount. I could have honestly covered one of them from my savings account, but I wasn't willing to do that. But truthfully, if I really wanted to, if I just pinched pennies for about two months, maybe three, I could probably take care of it. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't fucking want to. I wanted to pinch pennies and save money to like get my master bedroom remodeled. This no. winter, you know, but I figured out, like I, I said, knowing me, I'll just wait till they start their name to garnish my wages before I do something about it. I did get 20,000 bonus miles on my travel. Nice. There you go. You know, the kind of, I'm sure that probably like, you know, balances it out somewhere. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Use those miles. Take a nice little trip to uh, Ireland or Berlin or Berlin. Mm -hmm. Or maybe Amsterdam or all three. Or all three. <laughs> I think I've, I think I finally determined where my miles were going to go. I, I told Miss Supping, next time we take a summer vacation, we are going to go to Holland. And mm-hmm. I almost got enough miles for that, like for the two of us to fly like first class round trip, I think, on American yeah. or in a partner of American Airlines. Um, but yeah, I was like, next summer vacation should be Holland. It's time. We, we, we could probably do it as long as we don't have to pay for the airfare. <laughs> all right. All right, gents. Well, I, I got to sign off. I got to go, got to go wish my, my best friend a happy birthday. So sorry. Right. One of my, one of my best it's, friends. It's none of, I was going to say, I'm, I'm leaving birthdays. two others. <laughs> okay. You weren't invited to your wedding. Right. Fuck this guy. You didn't know me. <laughs> at that point, I, that's a that's a story we've already discussed. But at that point, I was just a a mere uh, former indentured servant from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Well, thanks for joining us and giving us that lovely rant. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, at some point, we all got to pay our fair share, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank goodness you had the baby. At least it would have been that's way true. worse. That's right. true. All right, I'll, I'll talk to you, y'all later. Adios. We haven't even filed our taxes yet. <laughs> <laughs> we filed for an extension simply because we just didn't feel like fucking doing it yet. We know we're going to have to pay a lot of money. We pay every year. So it's no. just... It's, and every year I tell my wife, I'm like, we need to knock down our deductions. We need to take more money out in taxes. So we don't have to pay a big-ass bill every February or every mm-hmm. April. And every year, no, we'll just we'll just pay. Well, fine, but it's gonna hurt, and it does. It hurts every year. I imagine. Yeah. If I had to do what I'd have to do this year every year, I would cry. Mm-hmm. I would really cry. I was like, yeah. I almost felt like it was easier being poor. Um, In what? Yeah. Like I hear how much my. Uh, some people in my family get back from taxes because mm-hmm. they don't really have make much money. And I was like, Holy Jesus, that's more money than I make in a month. <laughs> so, but it goes back to stimulating the economy, right? Like we, I mean, full disclosure, we had some years where we hit 10 to 12 K back and 
it was quite nice. It funded the things we needed in life for a while and a few fun things. Right. But yeah. The, yeah. The but things. the amount of money that I'm paying in taxes, I could really stimulate the economy. <laughs> it's true. So, you know what? Let me keep my money and let me stimulate the economy. <laughs> so they take a lot of my money. It's unfortunate. You're, you're, because it's not like you're Elon Musk or anything. No, but I probably pay more in taxes than he does. Oh, you, you absolutely do. Everyone who listens to this podcast pays more in taxes than Elon Musk. Although for some reason he had to borrow money to offer to buy Twitter. Like you have the money, just pull it out of your stocks or whatever. Right. I'm clearly speaking like someone who doesn't know shit, but <laughs> he's just learned how to play the game. Yeah. And I haven't. I'm a poor schmuck who keeps making more money the right way and then being that, being punished for it. Yep. it. Well, right. Yeah. Uh, it does suck. But I'm happy to pay taxes for some of the things that my taxes pay for. That's fine. I just wish it went to paying for more things. Right. Like more um healthcare for people who need it and less uh tax loopholes for people who need a boat that parks inside their boat. Right. I need a boat. <clears throat> I just so want one boat. I don't need a boat park. inside the boat. I just want one. Well but I'd like to get to the point where I have a boat that parks inside my boat. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd like to be able to use the helipad on it. I mean <laughs> boat with a helipad and no helicopter maybe you start cheating on your taxes you can that's a thought it is you heard it here first i'm gonna start you know my taxes <laughs> well the other thing that sucks is is weird because the the title of the podcast uh i'm not an allergy sufferer that's not something i normally deal with but I did last week, like, and it sucked. It was just, I felt like I had, it was cold, like, like it started with like a scratchy or sore throat. And then I just had nose issues for a few days. And then I had to tickle my throat. So I was like coughing and I was like, this fucking sucks. And it was just right after having like a bum neck for sleeping wrong. And then like a bad back for sitting wrong. And then a sore neck from before that. And I'm like, it's like my body's like trying to prepare me for my forties, and it's like it shouldn't be a mental thing for me because I could care less. I'm turning forty. I'm actually kind of excited for it, but just one thing after another. And allergies, mm-hmm. allergies on top of everything else, was like fuck this shit, fuck life. Now I know why people off themselves. Right. Well, I've gotten to the point where like a sneeze makes my neck hurt. I'm just like, holy Jesus. <laughs> Like I sneezed last week and I sneezed and it was a pretty good sneeze and I could turn my head right for three days. I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> That's not good. No. And to be honest, I enjoy sneezing and to not be able to sneeze like that anymore. <laughs> Depressing. <laughs> Well, here's the sad thing about my back. Like, you know, your neck hurting after a sneeze. 
last Friday, I kind of called it quits early on the day. Like we made plans to go out to Greens of Virtue, um, mm. got the spear that I have. And was that Friday? Yeah, I think it was Friday. Anywho, felt fine. Nothing. Like I was kind of coming through. I was on the back end of the allergies issue. My house, two grains of virtue, maybe a 20, 25 minute drive. When we got to grains of virtue, got out of the car, my back hurt. I'm like, did I seriously sit in my car wrong to the point where my back hurts? And yes, yes, I did. And how long did that bother me? A week. Right. Because I sat in my car. Yeah. It's not fair, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It absolutely is not. <sighs> yeah. No, I fortunately do not actually suffer from allergies hardly at all. Um, but every once in a while, um, I'll get a stuffy nose or sore throat, but it's really not that bad for me. Like, I don't, when the seasons change, it's not that bad. When pollen's flying through the air, it's not that bad. But every once in a while, it'll flare up. Yeah, we had some. And of course, you live in a area that's pretty windy, like all the time. Mm-hmm. But we had a pretty windy day or two before my allergies kicked in. So obviously, wherever that wind came from, it brought something that's not normally around here because that's all it took. All right. But let me tell you, I have another gripe about okay. that happened in the last week. Uh, so, Mrs. Uppy. Uh, she has a job offer on the table that she has accepted is pending getting the word back on her uh, uh, background check, but <laughs> she, she had a background check four years ago for her current job and she passed and she's gotten in no trouble since and she doesn't do drugs. So I think she'll be okay, but we're waiting for the final confirmation. Well, she wants a new car. She's like, well, I might as well get said new car before I lose my job history and it makes getting a loan a little bit more difficult. Right. So <clears throat> with the rising prices in gas, it became financially more prudent to take Pete Buttigieg on his statement that if you can't afford gas, buy an electric car. <laughs> right. So we went to do exactly that. Well, right. uh, there's still not a huge selection of uh, likable electric vehicles out there, but uh, the Mustang Mach-E looks nice. And uh, Mrs. Uppy agreed. And we went to the local Ford dealership. Turns out the one that they had listed on their website is in transit. They don't expect to see it for another month. Hmm. And it was already like a higher model, the one that she really wanted. So it was already going to be six grand more than the other one that she had her sights on. But that one wasn't available because someone already had a deposit on it. And that was in Stockton. And we get there and they like kind of give you like a photocopy of what the window sticker is going to look like. But then they added uh, the $7,000 markup fee. Mm-hmm. And we're like, 7000 Excuse me. <laughs> and the best I could do is get them down to six. Um, and really, that 6000 <laughs> was enough to make it go from we could afford this to we can't afford this like there was a certain price point that was okay and it it came down to well if you take what the current car payment is plus what was spent on gas 
then you could spend that on the new car payment. And then this was way beyond that because that extra $6,000 just blew that out of the ballpark. Yep. And so we just had to walk away. And then I was like, kind of, at first I thought, well, well, maybe it's because it's an electric vehicle. There's maybe more of a higher demand for said vehicles. And then I griped to a coworker and they were sharing with me that their girlfriend recently bought a car, which was not electric. It was a Hyundai. Um, right. And they said, yeah, the markup on that was like four or 5,000. I'm like, okay, this industry ride, that sucks. But the the part that really, and I could be wrong, um, it, it seems smart and logical to me, but maybe it's not. It's just by inflating all the costs of the current cars, which I know they're probably doing it to make up for cars that can't sell, Uh but I imagine the trade-in market, like <laughs> there's me a glut of used cars in three or four years because people can't trade them in because they're underwater still. Right. And there's gonna be no used cars in a few years because no one can trade in what they have. Right. And it sucks. They're trying to solve a income problem now with creating a problem for the future. But, right. <laughs> well, a couple of things. My wife went out and bought a new car a couple months ago because she hated the new car that she bought a couple years ago mm-hmm. and so we traded in and i didn't even worry about markup or price or whatever i'm just like buy something makes you happy i don't care because i hated her car so if i hate her car i don't care just trade it <laughs> doesn't matter uh, but at the same time i thought you know what maybe i'll trade in my car that i love my my rs maybe i'll trade that in if they give me, I had a magic number in my head. They give me the number I have in my head. I'll trade that in, and they can have that too. And then I'll just be, we'll be down on car payments. Mm-hmm. We currently have three car payments, so we were like, I was like, you know, prices are really high right now, and my car is a very desirable car. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll get what I want for it. And they offered me less for my car than they did for my wife's car. And my wife's car was just a regular Jetta. Mm-hmm. They gave us twenty five for her Jetta, which was three thousand dollars more than we paid for it. And they offered me twenty three five for my RS, and I'm like, "You're going to turn around and sell that for thirty five thousand? Yeah, I'm not taking." 23,000 for it. That's insane. Mm-hmm. So I still have the RS. Yeah. Cause uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Well, what did she get? Do you mind telling? Yeah. She got another Volkswagen, but she got a Passat. So oh, it's okay. fancier. The more adult version. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Cause uh, part of the reason why we didn't do the deal with Ford was, um, and I think Dodger shared this with us either on the podcast or not. I can't remember, but he said that his car is actually worth more than when he bought it. Um, of course, he doesn't have like a common, common car like the Volkswagen Jetta, but at Ford, like they were offering us what we felt was a few thousand less than what we could get for Mississippi's current car. And they actually suggested to us, I was like, you know, we get it, but we can only sell in our area, but you can go to places like CarMax and they have license to sell your car anywhere in the country so they can offer more. And right. 
it's just kind of funny to hear them like suggest go take it to somewhere else to sell. But, <laughs> but that's crazy, man. Because yeah, your car, it's not like there's not a lot of them. They're not, mm-hmm. it's not like you bought like the stock base model Mustang or anything. Like there's no. a bazillion of those, but right. how insulting, man. That's insulting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's okay. I love the car, so I'm glad to still have it. Yeah. It's like God told you, you're not meant to be chivalrous for your wife. You can keep your car. Right. <laughs> well, my thinking was I was going to sell that and get what I get back from it because I've already got that one's loan paid down so much that most of the money would have just gone right into my bank account. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about I'll just trade it in and have like 15000 to spend on my Camaro that I've had since high school. Yeah. And drive it again, but no, we're not there yet. Where is it at? Is My it Camaro? Any, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's at the cabin up by uh, Pinecrest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So sitting in a garage up at the cabin. Do you sell the bug? No, I sold that when we moved here. So I sold it for 5000 which was more than I paid for it, but a lot less than what I put into it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) I always liked it because you had the powder blue and the white. I thought that's a perfect color combination for that car. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I'm thinking about getting another bug. It would be so much fun. I love, I liked my bug. It was a lot of work, but I really liked it. And there's a couple around that I could probably pick up pretty easy. Well, if you could like start a business, you could claim it as a work vehicle and maybe lessen your tax burden for next year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I think that's what the, 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 the billionaires do, right? They, they spend, uh, let's use in a pretty recent upcoming uh, example. The Denver Broncos are for sale. Yeah. Uh, I've heard someone in the Walmart family is, expected to purchase it for 4.5 billion dollars and what they're going to do because the government allows it they can take that four and a half billion they spent basically divide it by 15 spread that out over 15 years and i i don't know what that comes down to but it's probably 300 million a year ish Something like that, and yeah. they can use basically one fifteenth of it every year to lower their tax burden. That's amazing, right? Yeah. Right. So we need some fuck you money, and we need it quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we start taking advantage of the loopholes, right? It would be my luck if that was ever one of us. By the time we got there, um that there would be a good politician if I came around and close all those who polls and you can take right. advantage of it. And then they're like, oh, no, billionaires, you finally get there to the top. Then all the other billionaires are like, yeah, we need to pay our own fair share. I don't and think then, that's a problem, though. I don't think billionaires are ever going to say that, and politicians are never going to actually go there because then the billionaires wouldn't give them their billions. And mm-hmm. so I don't think it's going to happen. So once we become billionaires, we'll be safe. We'll be fine. And we can start contributing to every politician so that no matter who wins, 
they love us already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do what we want. Right. <laughs> yes. I mean, and, 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 and our and I, face. Yeah. And I think it's funny because if you were to look up uh, our friend Dale Spears on Twitter, I think his Twitter, like little blurb, basically says um, something about. I would like to be able to play the game. <laughs> like, 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 I hate the system, but I want to be rich enough to be in the system kind of thing. Right. <laughs> it's like, I've always felt that way. Like I want to, I complain about it now because it's unfair, but I would love nothing more to be that person and get to be that way too. So let me see yeah. if I can find him. Right. Oh, he's changed it since then. It used to say it. Now it doesn't. That's right. Nice. But yeah well you got any other gripes since we're just griping this week uh no but i have a couple things that i'm really looking forward to like tomorrow i think it's gonna be a great day yeah uh, for the audience since you since we tell our own business we yeah. are getting together uh hanging out for the first time in a minute and yep. we're going to the san jose earthquake soccer match against portland is it portland sound or seattle sound it's either yeah. portland or seattle that they're playing Let's be honest, I'm going to hang out with you and drink. I didn't even know what time the game started until today when I looked at the tickets. I didn't know what time either until like Mrs. Uppy asked. And I went to arbitrarily say like 7.15 or 7.30 because I think that's what it usually is. Yeah. But I learned it starts at 6.45. <laughs> right. But she's like, what time do you think it'll be over? I was like, well, 8.15 because it's soccer. So there's two 45-minute halves where the clock doesn't stop. Right, and there's that little break in the middle. I'm not sure how long it is, but yeah, good time. We're sitting um, towards the open end of the stadium, where I do believe it's like the largest opened out. It's like the largest outdoor open bar or or whatever in the Western Hemisphere or something. It's, it's huge. Um, yeah, and they have a whole bunch of food trucks out there. Right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, tomorrow is record store day. Oh, yeah. I somehow so, missed that. Yeah. All sorts of artists are putting out records tomorrow. So I'm going to head out to your neck of the woods to this lovely little store called Mad Monk, hmm. which is an offshoot of Rasputin Records. No kidding. Yeah. And uh, pick up some records. So hmm. what time would that be, you think? Um, well, they open at 11. And I'm sure there will be a line, so I plan to be there about 10. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be fun. The Offspring's uh, Greatest Hits album is coming out on vinyl for the first time ever. Cool. Cool. So I'm getting that. And then um, there's a couple other albums that are coming out that I want to grab. So it should That's be a good, good time. Good, good cause. Um, right. Because the you know the record store is kind of like going the way of the dodo, uh, unfortunately. Um, I remember one time we were probably about nineteen. Some friends and I uh, went up to Berkeley for the day, just because because we because <laughs> you're nineteen and you have time. Right. And I remember, that's one of the things that was part of our trip that I think it was like Amoeba Records, and oh, yeah. spent time just flipping through vinyls. And I think my fr- one of my friends came home with like a a back vinyl that was clear, clear wax. So it was mm. completely like almost completely see-through, you know? Um, so that was a good time that, and it was such a bizarre thing for us uh, kids from Oakdale 
that you go someplace where there's like a smoke shop, like every other store. So I was like, there's pipes everywhere. And I don't even smoke pot. Like I'm not a pothead, but it was just so cool. Cause this right. culture was so different from where we lived. It was pretty neat. Right. Well, Mad Monk is a pretty rad store. It's records and, you know, video DVDs, CDs, all sorts of stuff, but it's also a vintage clothing store as well. And it's huge. Really? Yeah. So it's over huh. by all by where ba- it's where babies are us used to be. It's in that. Oh, really? Okay. Huge. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Really cool. Well, I might find myself in that part of town tomorrow. Yeah. If you get bored, come hang out. Yeah. I don't even think I need to be bored. Maybe I'll just come hang out. Yeah. How do you like them apples? I'm down for it. Maybe go have a beer at B dubs afterwards. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I haven't had chicken wings in like two weeks. I'm due. Okay. <laughs> it yeah. used to be for me, it used to be one of those like every Friday night when I'm done recording. Like actually right about now, they would right. arrive at my house. And right. because of DoorDash fees, it was like 30 bucks for 15 wings. And I was like, hey, whatever. I I make money, like I deserve it. And then I realized, well, when you times that by four, that's 120 bucks a month. And then there's <laughs> other things I do with the thought of, well, it's just 50 bucks. And I was like, <laughs> Maybe if I like curbed this kind of spending, I would have more for bigger things. So, yeah, yeah. But little did you realize you'd just be paying more in taxes. Yeah. Get- so, I wish I could write off the chicken wings as a business expense for the. You maybe once. Can. I think maybe once we LLC the podcast, Smiley, maybe I could. Yeah. For sure, the podcast needed to take a trip to Europe. So. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh we're on our way so all right well before we get rambling too much beardo it's good to see your pretty face again it's been a minute and um i get to see plenty more of it tomorrow as we're enjoying some soccer and some southwest airlines planes coming into land at sjc airport but right um i'm looking forward to watching a one nothing soccer game tomorrow because i'm sure that's all that we're gonna get right all right, man. Well, good seeing you. Uh, to the audience, thanks as always. Uh, sorry that we didn't have a show last week, but I'm sure you got over it. But um, we'll try for two weeks in a row next week. So until then, good afternoon, good evening, good night, and fuck the IRS. I'll call you one love.